Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Watkins. Thank you so much for dropping in. Today, I want to talk to you about vulnerability. And if that word made you cringe, I completely understand. (laughs) So, and vulnerability in the sense that I'm going to be talking about it is between people, you know, being vulnerable with another person, Um, whether that's in a relationship, like a, a romantic relationship or a friendship. That's that's what I'm going to be uh, talking about as far as being vulnerable. Being vulnerable exposes us. It exposes not only what we would consider weaknesses, but strengths as well. Being vulnerable opens us up to allow other people to know who our authentic self is, who we really are, what we most desire, what we most fear, what we think, what we feel. It exposes us when we are vulnerable with someone else. And I'm going to be speaking to you from a man's perspective on vulnerability because, well, I are one. Um, My observation uh, with the opposite sex uh, being vulnerable is that women tend to be vulnerable with anyone and everyone. You know, they'll just open up about their whole life and They'll they'll cry on someone's shoulder at the drop of a hat, you know, and <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking that, you know. That's in their nature to be, uh, you know, to allow their emotions to be expressed. They allow themselves to be vulnerable. Men, on the other hand, I know from my experience that. Being vulnerable meant I was weak. See, growing up, um, I was taught a lot from exposure to other men and men in my family. Um, taught by watching other men in my family, and what I learned is that a man is tough. A man is quiet. A man just puts his head down and grinds away, works, provides, does what he wants to do. And my experience with vulnerability uh, in my adult years uh, has been that a lot of things that I'm vulnerable with to those that are closest to me, mainly in the sense of uh, romantic partnership, romantic relationships, is that I kind of have a 
uh, a bad taste in my mouth for being vulnerable because it's oftentimes it was used against me. When I open up to my partner and expose, you know, my deepest feelings or my past experiences, whatever have you, my experience with vulnerability is that it is weaponized against me. And that, on top of what I learned from childhood, just made it that much harder to be vulnerable. And what I soon learned, I, I just turned 40 in, in March. And what I have learned is that not being vulnerable is, is not helpful in, in a relationship. Because to be in a relationship... You have to know one another. What makes each other tick? What what are we thinking? What are we feeling? You know, are we just a robot that gets up in the mornings, goes to work, comes home, does what he needs to do, and goes to bed? Or are we alive underneath this hard shell? Do we have feelings? Do we have emotions? The simple answer to that is yes, we do. As men, we most definitely have emotions. And we have past experiences that we probably won't talk to you about. Because of our experience with vulnerability or because of what we witnessed growing up from other men in our life. On social media, I saw this question about are men really as emotionally unavailable as society makes them out to be? And that question really got me thinking a whole lot. And to answer that specific question, about quote-unquote society and what society has to say about a man's emotional availability is basically their experience with men withholding being vulnerable, not being vulnerable. And that, that shows me that if society views men as emotionally unavailable, that means they are unwilling to be vulnerable. But th the epiphany hit me, the revelation hit me that, see, as a man out in society, out in the world, men don't automatically want to be or show vulnerability in society or the world. And the reason is, is because in our masculine energy, we don't want to show weaknesses. We don't want to show 
ourselves to the world. Because as providers and protectors, we naturally are. If we expose, which is what being vulnerable is, if we expose ourselves to the world that reveals weakness and that weakness can be attacked. And if that weakness is attacked, then you can attack the man. And if you attack the man, you bring him down. And then you can attack everything that he loves. You can attack everything that he protects and provides for. His family, his friends, his children. So no, men are not openly vulnerable to the world. Men are strategically vulnerable if they feel safe to with those that are closest to him. His close friends, his wife, his children, maybe his parents. Men are very strategic of who they are vulnerable to. For that reason alone. Because he views himself as the provider and the protector of everything that he holds dear. Now, in cases where a man cannot feel safe to be vulnerable in a relationship, that is something that definitely needs to be worked on. And I, I can say openly right now, vulnerability is something I definitely need to work on. That is how two people grow closer to each other is by being vulnerable to each other and opening up to each other. Vulnerability and the ability is being the ability to open up to someone else is key in growth, mental health, healing. It is key. You can go to a therapist all day long, but if you cannot be vulnerable, that therapist cannot help you. It's kind of like if you go to your doctor because of an obvious issue but you're not willing to be vulnerable with your doctor, you're not allowing your doctor to examine you, the doctor's not going to be able to help you. So if you are in a relationship or have a friend with someone and with someone who is 
um, unable to be vulnerable, chances are they desperately need you. They desperately want you. It is almost impossible for them to open up. So what you have to do is create a safe space for this person. And it's going to take time. It's going to take time for someone who finds it difficult to be vulnerable to open up to you. So you have to not only be willing to create a safe space which is having, being kind to them, um, showing them what vulnerability is. Because a lot of times, I didn't even understand what vulnerability was, honestly, uh, until <laughs> the last couple years. <clears throat> so sometimes people need to be taught what vulnerability is. But if you want someone to be vulnerable with you, you have to be vulnerable with them. That is part of creating a safe space and earning their trust for them to be vulnerable with you. And it can be difficult. I know in my experience, my unwillingness to open up and be vulnerable has caused arguments and fights that ultimately ended relationships. So being vulnerable, and I know I'm on repeat with saying the word vulnerable because I'm trying to drill that word into my head and basically self-talking myself and having you hear it over and over again to self-talk yourself into believing that vulnerability is not a weakness. Being vulnerable is not weak. Being vulnerable, yes, does expose you, but being the, the simple act of being vulnerable is a strength. It is a confidence in yourself and a willingness to trust those closest to you. So what, what are benefits of being vulnerable? Well, I, I talked about being vulnerable allows you to heal. It allows you to accept help from others. Being vulnerable also cuts down your ego. See, a lot of us that don't want to be vulnerable or can't be vulnerable build up a huge ego to make sure the door to our vulnerability is slam shut locked. 
So we build up this facade of having it together and this big, strong, mean, angry all the time facade to keep people away. It's your ego and it's separating you from yourself and others. So when you can become vulnerable and open up, since that cuts down your ego, it allows you to experience empathy and it allows you to become kinder, not only inwardly, but outwardly towards others. But more importantly, inwardly, because if you can experience vulnerability with, with yourself and you can cut down your own ego and notice the pains you have, the past trauma you have, what emotions you are having, and being able to even express those by yourself, if you can cry when you're alone, that is expressing emotion to yourself. That is you allowing yourself to be vulnerable with yourself, which in turn will allow you to be vulnerable with those you love and those who love you. And that will strengthen empathy for yourself kindness for yourself, understanding for yourself. And once you can experience those things within yourself, you can experience those things towards other people. And you unlock the doors to you, to your authentic self. And you can shine bright as you. You finally allow yourself to come up for air. That's what being vulnerable feels like. If you're being vulnerable with the right people. See, being vulnerable with the wrong people can cause you to shut down because they might laugh at you for exposing who you really are. They might degrade you for who you are. They might not understand who you are. They might become distant. So you... I'm not saying, yes, I am saying, be strategic, especially as men, who you're vulnerable with. And women too. Be strategic. Know who you can be vulnerable with. Who you can open up to. And trust. But within a, the realm of a relationship, 
vulnerability with each other builds that trust. The more you're vulnerable with each other, the more you understand and get to know each other, that builds trust. See, building trust isn't just about, you know, giving your partner the unlock code for your phone. Building trust isn't trying to prove every day that you're not cheating on your partner. That's not building trust. That's coddling insecurities. And that's another podcast. <laughs> but that's the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy relationship. Building that trust that comes from being vulnerable with each other. Well, that's all I have for you guys tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Be well.